I'm Leanne Spencer, founder of Body Shop Performance Limited, best-selling author, TEDx speaker, and your host. This is the Remove the Guesswork podcast, the show where I interview influential people in the health, fitness, and well-being space to bring you the latest ideas on how to optimize your mind, body, and well-being. The show is brought to you by my company, Body Shop Performance. We create total solutions to optimize your health by focusing on sleep, mental health, energy, body composition, digestion, and fitness. We work with busy professionals on a one-to-one basis for six or 12 months using the latest science and technology. And Body Shop also work with businesses who want to create a culture of energy, vitality and performance and position well-being as a competitive advantage. Find out more at bodyshopperformance.com and enjoy the show. Hi, I'm Leanne Spencer and this is the Remove the Guesswork podcast. Welcome. This is an insights episode. And during the insights episode, I'm going to share with you a concept or an idea or a bit of inspiration that's come to me over the last week or so um, in 10 minutes or less. And that's the whole point of this type of episode. And this week, it's about time-restricted feeding or time-restricted eating, as you may have heard it described. And this is something that my partner and I are trying. We've been doing this for the last few weeks. And the basic principle of it is this. You restrict the hours that you spend eating or consuming calories to a relatively small period of time so that you're fasting for the majority of the 24 hours. And you can flex this. And there's studies that have shown that the optimum is 12 hours for women or a little bit longer. What we're actually going for is an eight-hour eating window followed by a 16-hour fasting window. And I'll explain the reasons for why we're trying this in a bit. But in that eight hours, I want to stress first and foremost, we are not consciously restricting our calories. This isn't a diet. This is a pattern of eating during which we're intaking the same same number of meals, um, pretty much the same number of calories. It's not about that. So we're having breakfast around 9 or 10, 10 a.m. in the morning, having lunch at about 12 or 1 p.m., and then having dinner at 5 or 6 p.m. So we're still having three meals a day. But from 6 p.m. till 9 or 10 a.m., so a 15 or 16-hour window, we aren't consuming any calories at all. And I'm interested in doing this because there's a lot of talk about the efficacy of time-restricted feeding. And I'm just interested to see what effect that has on my energy levels, whether I feel a little better. So I'm not doing any um, very strict measurement. It's really very subjective. Does it give me a bit more energy? Do I feel a bit better? And that's why I'm trying this. Now, there are some really good scientific studies around this. Um, there's a particular study, which I'll link to in the show notes, that has a, a very nice graphic in it as well, a table or a diagram, which talks about all the benefits. And there are seven of them that they've made a note of. And number one is benefits brain health. So apparently this can help to improve sleep. It can help to improve motor coordination and generally improves brain health. Now, uh, that is that is just one benefit. I'm also looking for maybe a little bit more clarity of thought, improved concentration. So we'll see whether or not I get that by doing it this way. The second reason is that it counters fatty liver. So it helps to preserve metabolic rhythms. And there is quite a bit around um, metabolism as well in terms of the, the benefits, the reduced risk of metabolic diseases like raised triglycerides, higher blood pressure, diabetes. Apparently, time-restricted feeding can help to counter that as well. Um, so that was that would be a second benefit. Third one helps to maintain gut integrity. 
and uh, a selection of a, a protective microbiome. It protects from gut permeability. I think this very much depends on the types of foods that you're eating during your eight-hour feeding window with that said. But in principle, this kind of uh, time-restricted feeding model can help to maintain gut integrity. The fourth benefit is it blocks white adipose cell hypertrophy. So let's just break down what that means for a second. White adipose tissue is what we tend we tend to consider fat, white fat. And there is a difference between white fat and brown fat. Um, brown fat we tend to have in the upper back, the shoulders, the traps. And that is more mitochondrially dense. It's just a different type of fat. White fat, on the other hand, is the t- kind of stuff that we'll find in other parts of the body, around the waist or the thighs in particular, maybe. And what can happen is that fasting can block that hypertrophy of those fat cells. Hypertrophy means essentially to get bigger, to get stronger, to develop. And what fasting can potentially do in a time-restricted feeding model is block that white cell, that white fat cell hypertrophy. So there is a benefit there, um, which another benefit of that is lower inflammation. So that all of those things are also possible. Um, Fifth benefit prevents brown adipose cell whitening. So with the brown adipose tissue, the brown fat, we want to retain that. It's more mitochondrial dense, so it's energy related. But what we we don't want is that brown adipose tissue or that brown fat being converted into white fat. So you get increased fatty acids oxidation through the time-restricted feeding model, and essentially it helps to prevent the brown fat from turning into white fat. And benefit number six is it reduces heart aging. So there are some studies that have shown that it can help preserve cardiac contractility. They basically improve your heart health, slow down the aging of the heart. And benefit number seven, preserves muscle fitness. So you get improved endurance, preserve metabolic efficiency. So there are a ton of scientifically studied benefits as to why time-restricted feeding works. Now, as with everything I talk about, it's very personal. So I'm going to see whether this works for me. There's a good chance it will. There's an equal chance that it won't. And I just won't be able to to get on with it. But certainly over the last few days, I found a number of other benefits unrelated to this scientific study. One is that I've got a bit more time in the evening. Now, I appreciate that some of you listening simply won't be able to get home and eat a meal by 5 or 6 p.m. So maybe your way of doing this is that you stop eating at 7 or 8 p.m. And then you don't have breakfast until 10 or 11. If you follow the 12-hour model, then you could finish your evening meal at 8 8 p.m. and not have breakfast again till 8 or 9, which is what the pattern a lot of us follow anyway. Maybe you just extend that a little bit. What I have found, though, is I've had more time in the evening because we're eating a meal earlier, clearing up that meal, taking the dog out, and then my evening, as it were, can start from there. So that's, that's one benefit. It is possible that um, I may be consuming less snacky bits as well, because one of the things I have a habit of doing if I'm watching television downstairs and I've got something on at nine o'clock, for example, I might want to watch, then I'll probably come down at, at 10 to nine, possibly go to the fridge, get some dark chocolate or cut myself a slice of cheddar, two of my kind of 8.50 p.m. snacks. And I'm not doing that anymore because I'm in the fasting stage at that point. So there may be a little bit of a benefit of not having a late night snack or mid-evening snack. And I have noticed that some of those snacks, if I grab a couple of biscuits, for example, or even the cheese sometimes causes a little bit of reflux, a bit of heartburn. That hasn't happened over the last few days. So that's another big plus as well. And I know there's a detoxification benefit, where there's a little bit of cellular autophagy, which is basically the slothing off of dead cells and the removal of dead cells that can occur as part of detoxification. And that is also encouraged by following a time-restricted feeding pattern. 
So lots of reasons why I'm doing this. And as I say, my main measures of success will be, do I feel better? Do I feel like I have a bit more energy? Do I have no further instances of reflux or, or heartburn? Do I feel I've gained some time back in the evening, which benefits me? Uh, can I manage without breakfast till 10 o'clock? Yes, the answer is yes, most mornings, certainly in the mornings I'm exercising. Because when you exercise, you're in a sympathetic dominant nervous system state. So the body will jack up the heart rate, jack up your blood pressure, divert blood away from the gut, for example, and down to the arms and the legs. But it'll also instruct the liver to release glycogen into the blood, which essentially um, increases your blood sugar level. So you don't feel hungry after exercise because you're in that eustress state, that positive, that good stress state. So it's not a problem so far to do it within those hours, but we'll find out whether it suits me personally. And it's worth having a try maybe to see if it suits you as well. I think it can help if you're a snacker. Uh, I think it probably could help because you still eat what you want to eat during the eight hour window, but you fast after that and you're not on a diet. It's simply condensing your calorie intake and your nutritional intake into a shorter window potentially. So you're not actually changing the volume of food you're eating. So possibly worth a try. I will link to the study that I've referred to in the show notes, but this is one where I'd really love to hear back from you. You know, have you tried this pattern of eating? If you have, did it work for you? Did it not? You know, what were the things you struggled with? What were the things you really loved about it? Um, I will keep you updated as well on our social media platforms. And I'll give you those links in a second if you want to track how we're getting on with this. So Facebook, we are Body Shop Performance Limited on Facebook. All of this will be in the show notes. Twitter, we are at Body Shop PT. Instagram, we're at Body Shop Performance. And as always, you can email me if you've got any questions about this. Uh, my email is leanne, L-E-A-N-N-E, at bodyshotsperformance.com. I will admit that fasting isn't something that I know a great deal about. Um, I've done very little of it. This is the first time I've ever really done a time-restricted feeding model. So I'm quite curious to learn more about this myself. So if you've got any experience you can share with us, please do. And that concludes this week's episode. I will speak to you again next week. In the meantime, please rate, please review the show, share this episode with anyone you think might find it interesting. And as always, thank you very much for listening. All the best for now. Interested in finding out what your health IQ is? Jump on our website, www.bodyshotsperformance.com and click on Take the Test. It'll take you through to a short two to three minute test. And at the end of that, you'll get a scorecard and a free 39 page report based on our six signals, sleep, mental health, energy, body composition, digestion, and fitness. And if you've enjoyed this episode, please think of someone who could really benefit from the content and hit that share button and send it across to them. And of course, don't forget to subscribe and leave us a rating and a review. Thank you very much for listening.